The last Friday, we're going to talk to you without previewing an Arizona Cardinals football game. Oh, man, it feels great. It's Bo Brock. It's Alex Clancy. And the Cardinals have $11 million in cap space. What should they do? And they're losing a key member of their defense already to the IR. We break it down. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. It's Locked On Cardinals on the final Friday before the regular season kicking off next Thursday, Bucks. Cowboys, and then, of course, the Arizona Cardinals hit the road to Nashville, Nash Vegas, baby, taking on the Tennessee Titans. And, man, I got there was one thing I saw on Twitter today that got me excited about the Arizona Cardinals' prospects of winning. We'll tell you what that is coming up later on this podcast. But the Arizona Cardinals, they're losing a key member of their defense, one that they signed in the 2020 offseason under a ton of criticism. And uh, it's not changing, helping change that criticism as far as the national media is concerned. And then the team, maybe they could address it with the 11 plus million dollars that they have left in cap, sp- cap space going into the regular season. Not bad. And some lofty goals, some lofty predictions for some key Arizona Cardinals players. We're not going to get into our predictions, not just yet. We're actually going to save that for next week. But uh, I just saw one where Chandler Jones, one pundit believes he's going to be locked in and he's going to uh, once again compete for the NFL sack lead. We'll get into that conversation here on Lockdown Cardinals. That is brought to you by our NFL season preview. It's the Lockdown Podcast Network. It started earlier this week. It's going to continue through September 8th. It's Lockdown's ultimate season preview, taking you through every team, every division, with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker, Jason Lockenfora. Follow the ultimate season, season preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, today, I believe it's the AFC West. And uh, you've already got a couple great um, divisions being broken down the NFC North. You've got uh, the AFC South already up. Some good divisions already hearing from those hosts. And uh, AFC South hosts are making claims, just egregious claims, that they're the best collection of hosts on the Lockdown Podcast Network, including our guy Tyler Rowland, who we're going to talk to next week from the Lockdown Titans. Erroneous on all counts. Just erroneous and ridiculous and ignorant and probably another E-word or I-word that I can't think of right now. The AFC West is going to be super interesting, though. Like, just a little, as you mentioned it, obviously Kansas City's leading the charge. They're going to be on the inside track. Are I mean, can the Chargers pop under Brandon Staley? I mean, you look at that roster and that roster over the last handful of years with the skill position players, the fact that they aren't competing for a playoff spot or making a deep playoff run every year, blows my mind i mean ever since you know the early 2000 you know 2005 2006 with lt and philip rivers and antonio gates and vincent jackson malcolm floyd like and that defense the chargers are probably one of the most just spurned fan bases because they're good and they still lose it's not like being the jets or a bad franchise where you know there's no no even uh heartbeat to potentially make the playoffs but yeah how could you forget lights out sean marion or yeah, one, of the, one of the worst sack dances. Like <laughs> I, I just don't, it doesn't make any sense. 
There's Dennis Gardeck's sack dance, which yeah, is funny. Give me that. In electric. And then you've got lights out. Sean Merriman, who thought he like tried to brand himself off the most ridiculous that, and then Ray Lewis's dance, which I never got under, I never understood why people back that one up. Yeah, either. like what dances didn't make the cut that you chose that? Yeah, like I like no you know clue. what? What was the finalist besides that dance for Ray Lewis? I don't know. I don't know. We should do some research. It'd be a good like Key and Peele skit to see what 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 dances got uh, left on the cutting room yeah, floor. Like or that. Ray Lewis's uh, opening. So the Arizona Cardinals open up the season next uh, a week from Sunday in Nashville, and and we'll have a full breakdown. Like we're gonna get it. Every, like we're gonna hit this thing from all corners. Not only are we gonna have our own predictions earlier next week, but also we're gonna get some insight from some big time insiders as far as the best, the smart bets on the Arizona Cardinals in the 2021 season and Week One, and also the way the who you should be targeting as far as fantasy football. Um, you know, if you've drafted your team, fine, but we'll have some sleepers that are probably going to be on the waiver wire that you can tap into or some guys you should target in some trades. Um, that's all coming up next week. We're going to hit it. It's going to be a big week here in Locked On Cardinals. Make sure you're, of course, subscribed to our YouTube channel, Locked On Cardinals. And, of course, you're following along on social media at Locked On AZ Cards on Twitter and, of course, on Facebook. And uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in and following along and uh, participating. Today, we uh, we tweeted out some uniform renderings. Uh, what is it? Uni mock-ups on Locked on AZ cards. And uh, they're pretty sexy. Yeah, except for that damn bird, Bo. I, I, I don't. I want that bird off the helmet. No more bird. No more bird. That's going to be another one. I've got a couple platforms for when I run for Arizona Cardinal City office. One of them is if Cliff Kingsbury is not the head coach. If the mm-hmm. offense isn't the strength, why is Cliff Kingsbury the head coach? That's number yeah. one. And number two, get rid of the damn bird. Get rid it's of like the damn tired, bird. Tired campaign commercial that I've been stuck watching for months, listening to you with those those platforms I'm well, not, you know, I'm it means not a lot to me that you're finally listening to me regardless <laughs> of what you think about it i mean and i uh, we are in work i'm gonna message mr uni mock-ups uh after after the podcast today um my you know leader in the clubhouse is either something you said flippantly before we started um started recording is a yeah. hard block c on the side maybe a smaller fonted arizona on the side the bird is stupid Wow. <laughs> if we're going to go 12-year-old, the bird yeah. is dumb. The bird yeah. is like, look at what the Clippers did. Again, I'm not comparing one iota from why Steve Ballmer with the Clippers rebranded uh, the Clippers. I'm not comparing that at all to the Cardinals at all. But they've completely rebranded the Los Angeles Clippers. They have mm-hmm. the black and white. They have the different fonts and everything. Give me something different. Keep the colors. That's fine. But maybe add some non-boring Bo Brock like take colors wow. into the into the into the color scheme. Look at what ASU's done. ASU went from a boring a boring helmet, in my opinion, to one of the sexiest jerseys in college football. I mean, when you you see the new threads that they were donning last night and the victory, and you're <laughs> just like, it's like every. It seems like everybody dabbles with new uniforms but the Arizona Cardinals I mean the Phoenix Suns are getting on that train and having an immense amount of success with it they just released a couple more new uniform concepts that they're going to wear in the 2021-2022 season the Arizona Cardinals are just still here stuck in 2006 after they made that uh the uniform change from but the block c man I mean you you say I'm boring that's the most boring idea I've ever heard 
And I, you, I think you have to keep the Cardinal logo. Like, if you're going to have anything that's going to stay, I, I see you yelling there, yep. but your mic was off. The, um, the, the Cardinal bird has been there since the like the Chicago times. Like, how, that's how much the, do they want? They haven't won anything, but okay. I think that that's, there's tradition there, and you can keep at least one thing. That's and like a, that. that's like a 90 year old person who has gone to the same diner for the last 50 years, ordered scramby yeah. eggs, crispy bacon hash browns and sourdough yep. toast with two butters and one jam rip it up start it over keep the color scheme and you know maybe the cardinals will actually look like a winning organization that they haven't been since their inception well you know what that diner does exceptionally well some scramby eggs, scramby eggs. <laughs> some, yeah. some toast a cup of joe for 3.99 yeah along with his uh his weekend edition of, of the times that's all you need right there Sometimes you just you don't have to mess with a good thing. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team oh. every day. We've, we've gone off the rails here, but yeah. uh, Unibox. It's uh, it's interesting. And also, cards underscore need underscore new underscore uniforms on Instagram. That's a good. That's one of my favorite follows. They're always churning out Cardinal mockups as far as what their new uniforms should look like. Big shout out there. Uh, so let's get into this conversation after this. The uh, Jordan Phillips. He's on the IR. The Arizona Cardinals, do they have enough beef in the middle of that defensive line to slow down Derrick Henry? Looks like Phillips is going to be out at least three weeks being getting the designation of the IR. Uh, and then Cardinals have a surplus of cash to play around with. Do they look for some beef, or do they continue to monitor their waiver wire for some cornerbacks, some secondary help? We'll get into that conversation, that debate. It's locked on Cardinals. Talk about not messing with a good thing. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar out there. Not even close. It's a it's a protein bar disguised as a candy bar. And of course, Alex wants to throw it in my face that he's got a Built Bar right now. He just wants to hang out and, and throw it. Yep. What do you got there? What kind? What flavor? Orange, Bo. It's my favorite. Orange. You saved it. Keeping it for a special occasion just to <laughs> piss you off. And you know what? You continue with the live read, Bo. Yeah, I will. That not only there is there a limited time flavor that's delicious like orange, you also have nine OG flavors you can always rely upon. Get a mix box, figure out which one is for you. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, my favorite, strawberry, cookies and cream, German chocolate. Also, you've got 17 to 18 grams of muscle packing protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. And uh, right now, if you go to the website, built.com, use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's using the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. I love that uh, it, it's just something we're, we've got the moratoriums in place right now. Petty Patrick Peterson or Petty Patricia Peterson <laughs> as one of her Twitter followers uh, added to it as added to the uh, the, nick, the new nickname P3. But that's I'm just going to throw it out there. I, I'm enjoying that here. That was that uh, was built here on Lockdown Cardinals. Bo and Alex, make sure you're following along at Clancy's Corner at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. Um, Dan Graziano of ESPN says that Chandler Jones – He's predicting he's all in after kind of a tumultuous offseason in preseason where there were rampant rumors about whether or not he wanted to be an Arizona Cardinal or not. And kind of added on top of that, Alex, that with the addition of J.J. Watt, 
playing opposite him potentially on the pass rush, Chandler Jones is going to thrive and approach 20 sacks once again in his career. Man, I just had a love affair with that Bill Bar. I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> thank you, Rest Development, Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, yeah, you hope that that's the plan. That's the whole idea yeah. behind it. Like, neither of these guys have really had somebody uh, in their pass rushing uh, acumen on the same squad. Like, J.J. Watt had Jadavion Clowney, who was more more bark than bite. Brian Cushing from the linebacking core that was great at the pass rush when he was healthy, but he was never healthy or, you know, popping PEDs. Chandler Jones hasn't really had, you know, a, a, a backup dancer or a co-host on the other side of the line. And yeah, I mean, this could be a match made in heaven where these guys both end their careers with the Arizona Cardinals. Look at each other like you. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's stay at 99 and, and 55 respectively. And, and let's retire Cardinals. That's the idea to bringing him in. And they didn't just pay JJ Watt for the pomp and circumstance. They paid him the ball. Yeah. They brought in um, for like a token half season, Terrell Suggs. And it was a nice story. Hometown kid went to, uh, you know, high school in Arizona and Chandler. And he went to Arizona state started there and had 24 sacks in a, in a season, which was absurd. And then made his way to a hall of fame career in Baltimore. And then had a cup of coffee here with the Cardinals. And the, the nickname was there for Chandler Jones and in, in Terrell Suggs as the Sack Brothers, kind of a play on the Step Brothers, Will Ferrell and, and uh, John C. Riley. But this is actually a potential to work out. This isn't Terrell Suggs at 36 years old after 16 seasons coming to the desert for one last payday. This is this is an op- actual opportunity for this pass rush to be ferocious and rack up the numbers. You know, I don't even think it needs to be. You know, if it is Chandler Jones, kind of. Um, getting big time rewarded playing opposite JJ Watt and seeing a lot of big sack numbers go. But I think just the total, the total for these guys, as far as what they can do together, like if, if they get close to 30 sacks combined, you'll take that. I mean, and that's an absurd oh, number. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That, let's, let's temper our expectations. 25, 25. I don't, I don't That'd know. I mean, win. I mean, it'd be a win. Like I'm saying 20, like let's just let, let's have the, the floor be higher and the ceiling not be so high. You just hope that Chandler Jones is going to be completely, you know, he's not going to re-aggravate his injury, which he most likely won't, but and JJ Watt, let's just have him on the field for 17 games each and you yeah. take what you can get. Like it just well, it's going to be it's going to be sack numbers for the pass rush combined. You know, you're going to have stuff from the linebackers that are going to be it's going to be uh possible because the other two guys are going to be double teamed. Like there's it, it the numbers for them specifically, I don't think are as important as long as the sacks are coming from somewhere. What about what if I were to add Marcus Golden to that that number? Yeah. I mean, it's 30 out of the question. What as a team? As a total. I mean, no, I think as a team, they need to approach, they need to be up where they were last year. They were what 48? Yeah. It's absurd. I mean, so you've got Gardeck potentially coming in. I mean, I think uh you can get a few sacks from some other guys on this roster. But your main guys who are going to eat at the table, I know, and, and there's going to be some numbers that aren't, you know, as sexy as the sack. But, you know, tip footballs at the line. We know J.J. Watt is disruptive, getting his hands up. You've got forced fumbles from Chandler Jones. Qu- quarterback hurries, especially with this secondary, are going to be so key for this offense. But, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not this offense, but for this defensive secondary, excuse me, um, to, to kind of find its legs early on. I just think that that's going to be, you know, they don't necessarily have to finish the sack, but in order to help their guys out on the back end, 
they got to get those quarterbacks off their spots. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, maybe I jumped when I when when I saw thirty. It's just like, man, just a tall. Yeah, but I said between two guys. I mean, that yeah. was. I mean, you you cut that in half. That's those are two huge seasons right. from, from those guys. But look, I, mean, I don't. It's listen. It's got to work. Maybe not yeah. just with them, but again, the guys that they're going to spring, whether it be the linebackers, you know, Marcus Golden, uh, the interior defensive line with Zach Allen, or you know, whatever. There's yeah, yeah. Th- there's got to be constant pressure. It, it's got to be like not jailhouse blitz every play, but it's. I mean, the corners aren't great right now, unless yeah. they take that step forward that we hope they will. It's going to be on the backs of the pass rush and Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson. Yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, Jordan Phillips is on the IR. It looks like he's, he's going to be out at least the first three games for the Arizona Cardinals. He comes off. Was he on the COVID list? And then he he was re, he was activated and then immediately to the IR. The guy who's played nine games for the Arizona Cardinals after signing a pretty lucrative deal coming over for the Buffalo Bills. When we talked to our guy Joe Marino, he said, okay, Jordan Phillips is a good player. He's a good rotational guy. He's not going to be a guy that's going to get after the, you know, the quarterback or, or put – constant pressure on opposing offenses but he can be a good part-time player and that was the knock on why they paid him kind of like a full-time player but also the stat that stands out to me about Jordan Phillips Alex is the Cardinals are six and three when he's in the lineup he's just disruptive and he's the guy he's the beef that they need there and it's kind of unfortunate especially when you've got an absolutely just manimal coming at you as far as the NFL's leading rusher in week one yeah no it's true I mean three years for 30 was like oh man I mean, he had five career sacks before the year where he popped for nine and a half in Buffalo. Yeah. So he got paid at the highest point of his market, at the highest peak of his market. And yeah, you can't stay on the field. I mean, that's it's it was a questionable move by Steve Kime to begin with, um, just numbers wise. Yeah. It was a position of need. He probably overpaid a little bit to get that him to come to Arizona. But yeah, I mean, you just hope that he'll come back. And yeah, because there's not, we'll see if Zach Allen can just step in there. We'll see Lucky Foch yeah. and Sean Lawrence. Guys that'll, we have, they're big bodies in the middle, but right. I mean, and then you've got Tennessee Corey has Peters. Them too. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, but well, the Ken Corey Peters re signing is huge now. Yeah. The, the thing that got me excited, though, just when we think about the prospect of this Arizona Cardinals defensive secondary going up against Julio Jones and AJ Brown. You look at the other side of that on their counterparts with the Tennessee Titans, and it's it's Caleb Farley, who we'll see if he's going to play. It's Elijah Molden. It's a more even more unproven secondary than the Arizona Cardinals feature, which is pretty bonkers. Yeah. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins going against that defensive secondary with the lack of it. They don't have the they don't have an elite pass rush yet. I mean, we don't know what's right. going to happen. I mean, I I think this could be a big game depending on what the offensive game plan looks like and the play calling, if that can all come together, that's a big if. But you have the personnel to really wreak havoc. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we're going to see. We've talked about this. This is the litmus test for both sides of the ball for the Cardinals. Can the secondary yeah. hold up against A.J. Brown and uh, and Julio Jones? Can the linebacking core, predominantly um, Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons, stop Derrick Henry at the second level? And third, can the offense pick apart a subpar defense? Yeah, Like, if the offense can't put up upwards of almost 30 points on this defense, there's something wrong inside the locker room, inside the play calling, whatever. Like, you'll take... So, say the Cardinals do lose this. Hypothetically speaking, say they lose this game. You'd much rather them lose 34-31 than 17-13. 
you'd much rather that because if the Cardinals can't put up points against this defense, there's a big problem. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't disagree with that. I think if you're looking at the, the betonline.ag point total, it also is going to show you that it's one of the highest point totals in the enti- across week one in the NFL. So there is an expectation of a lot of points scored. Uh, I cannot, I full full disclosure, I spilled coffee on my mouth. I can't even pull up what what we're going to talk about next here, Alex. I mean, listen, Bo, we're going to do projections on Monday so that we're going to do a right. live podcast on Monday, just letting everybody know that. Um, I think we need to revisit because we, we did it, we, we did it quickly last uh, last podcast. Let's put a button on strengths and weaknesses of this team going into the first fresh week ahead of the 2021 season. I, what, uh, <laughs> what, what about one of our lovely sponsors? Who, who are we talking about? We're talking about betonline.ag, Bo. <laughs> All right. Well, I was already talking about betonline.ag, and they've already got your first week spreads. And you've got a full weekend of college football Nearly upon you. It's a beautiful thing. It almost brings me to tears to think about all the spreads out there, all the totals that you can get action on. And right now, if you go sign up at betonline.ag, you can get matched dollar for dollar. It's a 100% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. So go in, put in for sign up for an account, use the promo code NFL100, and you'll get your 100% welcome bonus. Also, you've got their super opener it's going to be thursday night's matchup between the bucks and the cowboys that's going to be pretty much free money if you, if you bet the game and you lose you get reimbursed up to 25 dollars. but if you win you get to take home that cash they also have one of the best survivor pools going on i think it's worth what up to two hundred thousand dollars. it's an absurd number but betonline.ag not only do you get your best odds you get the best news you get the best contests and you're the best sign-up bonuses, go there right now. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today. Get your 100% welcome bonus. It's your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, and real quick, the promo codes you flipped, NFL 100s for the $25 risk-free bet, and the 100% welcome bonus is promo code locked on. I blame my life being in shambles on that (laughs) one. I can't can't even navigate my computer right now because my, my mouse was just doused in coffee. 20 minutes ago and it's malfunctioning. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals here. Hope, thank you for watching. Malfunctioning. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Very, I think that's a pun. Very I don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. All right. Uh, so the Arizona Cardinals, they've got $11 million in salary cap space going into the season. Cause I believe, don't they save about $3 million with the Malcolm Butler decision to put him on the reserve retired list? Yeah, I believe so. Because he he doesn't get any money if he, if if that's his decision and the team's just doing their due diligence putting him on that on that designation right. so he can't so they don't release him so he doesn't yeah. sign somewhere else right or that they're on the on the hook for the cash that they signed him to so Arizona Cardinals eleven plus million dollars there's a name that emerged yesterday uh, from the Denver Broncos and their defensive secondary that could be intriguing for the Arizona Cardinals a guy that. Uh, We'll see what the Broncos decide to do. We might tap into our guy like Cody Rourke and see what the insight is on that because I got some inside information from our guys in the Lockdown Eagles yesterday about uh, (laughs) Dallas Goddard. And it wasn't really like, just to kind of wrap that one up, it wasn't that Howie Roseman was out there shopping Dallas Goddard like, hey, who wants this tight end? Best, you know, highest bidder takes him home. It was They think it was him trying to fleece the Minnesota Vikings one more time. 
because they did it a couple of years ago yeah, for uh, four letter name. Yeah, Sam Bradford. Yeah. They got a first and a fourth round pick for the biggest fraud in NFL history in Sam Bradford. And uh, they think that that's what was going on with. They saw a team that was desperate for a tight end. Arizona Cardinals, I think they qualify for that. But they because Irv Smith's injury, and they made uh, they were trying to pull off another deal with uh, Rick Spielman there, and it didn't happen. So they're going to hold on to Goddard, and I don't think the Arizona Cardinals really had an opportunity. Hopefully, Steve Kahn picked up the phone. But Bryce Callahan, uh, def- defensive back for the Denver Broncos, I think could help out this defensive secondary immediately. But uh, we'll see what the Broncos decide to do with him. You know, they have an embarrassment of riches there in Denver. Yeah. I mean, so they they locked up Justin Simmons over the top. Uh, Patrick Sertain had a pick six in his first preseason game. I think yep. it was against the aforementioned Minnesota Vikings. Um, they're going to be stacked. They're going to be stacked. So you could look at a guy like that and say, you know what? He's probably a starter on 28 other teams. But, I mean, they just have too many cooks in the kitchen, and they'd rather get a second or third round pick for him than, you know, than just have him on the roster. So, yeah, I mean, just because that's that's a rare case where another team's quote-unquote trash, I mean, it's human being, I'm not, you know, like, just saying the saying is another yeah. is another team's treasure. Like, yeah. this is really the truth. It's not you're, you're scrapping the uh, the free agent wire with – eight days left in the season for somebody that can't get a job. This guy has a job and he would benefit the Cardinals greatly. I think. Yeah. I think if he was in the equation, even with Malcolm, Malcolm Butler, it would be somebody that would be vying for some playing time, yeah. especially if, you know, some of the rumors are, did he lose a step or not? You know, Callahan is a guy that uh, I think would contend to, to get starters snaps for this organization just anyway. So the Arizona Cardinals, oh, we'll see what happens between now and then they didn't, they didn't appear to make any legitimate claims. They didn't win any claims, that's for sure. They added Razul Douglas, a guy that played uh, some snaps for Carolina and Philly and the Texans. But uh, I, he's nobody that you're going to really rely upon in this defensive secondary right now. And we're waiting for Robert Alford to be reinstated from the COVID list as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he continues to be a question mark whether or not he can get on the field. I think there's the expectation that he will. And I think there's one more spot left on the on – the, on the roster, eleven million dollars, one roster spot open. That's weird. That's an interesting number. That seems. If they give him eleven million dollars, <laughs> I quit. I want Larry Fitzgerald back as much as everybody else. Okay, everybody else. If they give him eleven million dollars with the with the state of the cornerback room, of the yeah. running back room, the complete omission of the tight end position, I'm yeah. going to. I want to do something. I don't know yeah. what, but I'm going to do something. I uh, just said that to Riley up. Of course, yeah, they they can't. They can't get. But isn't that the weirdest? That that's how much they have left with six days no. or whatever, nine days left till the season, and he rides in on his. You know what he should? And I said this before, and I I mean mm-hmm. it even more now. He should announce that he's coming back the week that Minnesota comes into town. So it just pa- pisses Patrick Peterson off that much more for being in the shadow of Larry Fitzgerald. His whole uh professional career that would be it that it's yeah that would be it. it's like you know what coming back patrick peterson damn it again it'd be great petty pat pete you know it'd be great because um it would take away from the many uh, all the storylines like the, it would all become it's all fits hilarious. it's all fits that week that would be great it wouldn't even he wouldn't even get like the villain storylines because it would be all yeah. 
Welcome back with open arms, Larry. You're not important enough to matter anymore. (laughs) Indifference from a fan base is the worst thing you can have. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bo. It's Alex. Next week, it's on. It starts Monday. We're going to actually do a live show, Labor Day live show. Uh, We'll figure out the time. I think we'll probably do about noon. Around, yeah, when we normally post it. When we normally uh, premiere our YouTube episodes. Uh, So look for the podcast. Of course, subscribe if you haven't already to your YouTube or your Apple podcasts. And then, of course, follow us on Twitter at LockdownAZCards, at B-O-B-R-E-C-K, and at Clancy's Corner. And we're like I said, we're hitting this thing from all angles next week. It's going to be best bets for the Arizona Cardinals, fantasy insight for the Arizona Cardinals. And, of course, we're going to talk to Tyler Rowland of Locked On Titans behind enemy lines, get some insight on the Titans, and uh, just it's week one, baby. It's here, Monday. We've got a follow-up to our big guest week from a few weeks ago. We've got one yep. guy in place for Wednesday. We'll bump this out probably on Monday. Big, one, one of the biggest names in um in the sports betting landscape. Uh, you see him all over TV. He's one of the best one of the best minds I've ever discussed uh, sports betting with. Uh, hoping to get another fantasy guy, as Bo mentioned, on Tuesday. We have a crossover with Tyler Thursday, and there's two people in mind for Friday. So we're stacked up for next week. Um, it's here. We did it. Yep. Hit that subscribe button, and uh, we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Have a great Labor Day weekend. We'll talk to you soon. It's Locked on Cardinals.